Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Well, Beers and Ears listeners, you clearly didn't give up. You're thirsty for more of the Beers and Ears podcast talking about Home Alone. We did an episode last year all about the Home Alone series, but here we are again talking about the Home Alone series again, Matt. What's wrong with us? I mean, clearly, <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with us, honestly. Yes. Uh, welcome in, everybody. I'm Matt. Casey, welcome back after your uh, one-week absence. Yes, yes. Um, you, you filmed or, or recorded the, the What If episode, which has not aired at the time of this um, uh, recording, but um, I, it will air, and I will take a listen to it. Uh, who did you record with? Uh, Thomas Flath. He came for the uh, Knights of the Old Republic episode, so he's okay, official excellent. friend of the pod, official friend Beautiful. of the pod. Fr- friend slash co-host of the pod, technically. Yeah. If I think about it, he's probably the only person who's hosted twice besides yeah. us, we, right? We joked, uh, we joked on there that he's your stunt double, like when you're ah, not there, he just okay. like comes in. and. <laughs> he's a much, I'm sure he's much more uh, good looking than I am, so we're we're good there so um, um, um but uh this is also our first holiday episode really well kind of we did the we did the the shop disney holiday i guess portion. you're right but you're right this is our first holiday which is unusual for us because we do enjoy the holidays but this is what happened we went down to two, one episode per week and we've had a lot of content that's been released and my trip to the Walt Disney World, which kind of filled one of those slots. So, yeah, and, and honestly, we covered a lot of ground last year with yeah. the holidays. Um, but, you know, when, when they announced the new Home Alone movie um, way back when and, and then as we got closer, we had said that we wanted to cover it because we're both a fan of the series. Um, you know, I remember last year when I told you there were actually two other movies, you were like, wait, what? There's there, you, you didn't even realize that there's actually three other movies. There's a made for TV series movie that came out at one point. So this wow. is actually the sixth entry in the franchise and being the sequel junkie that I am Disney, give it up, man, give it up. But I, I wouldn't even say this, this, <laughs> this to me. Yes, it's like kind of a sequel because it, it alludes to like that. It's, it's more of a sequel than the other three were. It is. It's definitely yeah. more of a sequel than the other three. But I would also say that th- this falls under the remake. Right? This is the or remake, a reboot, not or a reboot or, reboot or rebrand yeah. or whatever you want to call it. But I wouldn't necessarily say this. Yes, I know that it technically does in terms of timeline because of certain characters that show up. Yada 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 yada. But uh, it it. It, 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 it's a reboot. It's a it's it's what we've talked about that Disney's trying to do with a lot of their classic stories, which you and I are fans of a lot of this, where they're trying to take their classic stories and update them for a new a audience. modern audience. Yeah. And I will say in terms of the um, live action and uh, animated to live action remakes. On the whole, I think Disney has done a very good job with those. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys um, all know how high I was on Cruella. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, really, I'm trying to think of, like, what would have been the bad live-action remakes? And, and Well, and here's the other thing. There are things that Disney has done this for that they have done really well. That Where, where even if it's not an animated to live-action remake where they've taken an older storyline, something that was nostalgic for someone, and, and they brought it up to date for a modern audience. I mean, we've talked in this podcast about our 
not so secret love for High School Musical, the musical, the series, where they've taken this nostalgic, and I wasn't even nostalgic for that because that was way past my time, but for a generation that loved that series, and then they've turned it into something for the newer generation, which is fun to watch, and, and it's kind of a kind of got a cult following. People really enjoy that. It's coming back for a third season. Well, and 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 what that does, the the, the reason that it's been so popular is because it pleases both the new fans but also stays true to what high school musical was so the old you know people who grew up with it feel like this is this is still has that essence in it so that's kind of where this particular movie falls flat in a lot of ways and and i know we're going to get into a lot of details here but let's just let's just go through a little bit of like you know you know this was this this was announced earlier this year. Um, clearly, it has a lot to do with the fact that Disney bought 20th Century Fox. They then owned the rights. They knew it was a family favorite, so they decided, "Hey, why not? Let's let's um, let's remake it." I know there was a lot of skepticism when it was first announced. Like, how can you remake a? How can you remake this? I mean, it, it truly is this moment in time movie. They've had, you know, there've been movie studios that have had some success in doing some of these things. But in the same regard, it's not like this particular franchise didn't have sequels that attempted to remake it already. Like we said, like there were, there was Home Alone three, which honestly, Home Alone three was actually an okay movie if it didn't have the Home Alone title to it. Like if you held it to the standards of one and two, yeah, it, it fell flat. But three actually wasn't too bad. I enjoyed three, four not so much, and that made for TV one. From what I heard, was just atrocious. I didn't even bother watching that one. This, though, you know, this it had the backing of a lot of the original um, crew. Um, it had, um, again, tiebacks to the original with, you know, we'll get to the fact that Buzz McAllister was in it um, or, you know, was, was a character and, and Kevin gets kind of called out. But in the same regard, you knew it was in trouble when the only character returning was Buzz McAllister. Like, like where was a cameo from Macaulay Culkin? Where was a cameo from um, Joe Pesci or uh, Daniel Stern? Like, how, you know, how could you not have had, if, if you're really going to try to put it into this universe and you want it to be something, you could have thrown some meat there. The meat they threw was fun, but it wasn't enough. And the new characters, in my opinion, just were nowhere near what the characters were in the original two movies. I cannot tell you. I don't know how much I can convey this in my voice. I hated this movie. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I I had a bad time. Yeah. I had a bad time. What a bad time. Yeah. I, it was awful. It yeah. was just I have, you know, we usually go favorite parts. I have nothing I had no favorite parts. Fair enough. I, 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 I have a, I have a couple, but we'll get there. I just Everything about it was it felt like someone just came up and punched me in the face and said, enjoy this. For me, here's the thing. I kept questioning myself. Okay, the the first the first 20 minutes of the movie is god awful. But I'm just being very out. The first 20 the first 20 minutes of the movie is god awful. The the actor who plays Max. uh, Let me look his name up. The actor plays Max. Archie Yates. 
I'm sorry, kid, you're not a good actor. It, you did not do a good job acting. Like, I'm not even talking about the character. The actor did not play the part well. And here's the frustrating thing is he was in, um, I saw the movie Jojo Rabbit, which he's in. And he's really good in that movie. And maybe it was the writing or something. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've yeah. never heard of the kid before. So that this is my first experience with him. But that that part alone was rough. I think there were so many dynamics that they tried to shove down. First of all, we've talked about nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. They shoved, They tried to shove nostalgia down your throat with these random callbacks for, that were just idiotic. Um, but what I want to get at is the thing that makes one, two, three, and somewhat four, but one, two, and three for sure, good. And the reason why you enjoy the antics when they get into the house and they're getting beat up and they're getting punched and they're getting paint cans in their faces and everything is because they are truly bad guys. Like they are truly criminals. These two were not criminals. They're not like you had a, like I almost feel like there was more of a story about them than there was Max. That was my biggest problem is, is they set up the first characters that we are introduced to is not Max. It's not the kid. No, it is these this couple that is trying to save their house, and so I'm like, wait a minute, aren't these the people that are gonna get like, yeah. like beat up by this kid? And so it's this weird like what it ends up coming off as then when they do get in the shenanigans. Which okay, side side note here, okay, the whole shtick of why they become the quote unquote villains antagonists. I don't know what you want to call them is. There's this doll that uh, that is going to save their house, and they <laughs> think the kid stole it. Never mind that you could just walk over to the house, knock on the door, and say, "Hey, did you take this?" Or do you, like, no, we have to break in. That's idiotic. That's well, that's he did. Bad. He did. He did try to go over there and knock on the door, and they were rushing out. I mean, let's give let's give that credit there. But it is idiotic. Like, okay, it's a two hundred thousand dollar doll. First of all. We just had this on the Beanie Baby episode with the discontinued on display. Just because it says it's worth $200,000 doesn't mean you're going to get $200,000 for it. Like that, Put that plot point aside regardless. Again, the reason why those movies worked before was you were rooting because they were bad people. They were, they were bad guys. These two were not. You were feeling very bad for them. At no point did I say, yeah, yeah, they deserve that flower to the face or, you know, whatever that whatever they did. In fact, early on, you kind of get a little like Max is kind of a little bit of a turd. Yeah, he's a turd. <laughs> he is absolutely a turd. And it comes off as he's a sadistic rich kid. That's what that's what I got. So honestly, the villain of the story is the kid for yeah. me. I'm sitting there going, I hate this kid. I want him to yeah. take a billiard ball to the face. Yeah. And even some of the injuries. So like I, I have a I have a a, a, a scene comparison here. Okay. Where in the original one, when when the wet bandits take an iron to the face, mm-hmm. and the rest of the time he has an iron imprint on his face. That's funny. That's like a like loon, old timey Looney Tunes, you know, old cartoon callback of like you get injured and you have the imprint of whatever you just got hit with on your face. It's cut to he 
makeshifts a gun that shoots billiard balls at them, hits him square in the in the head, and it's not comical. It's a real looking yeah. injury yeah. that I was like, oh, this is this is not funny. No, this is this is gross and sadistic. And and, and even the quips that that they they had with each other between Max and the and in the parent even like the quips. Uh, I don't know. They, they just, they weren't, they weren't funny. I did find myself, I laughed a couple of times for a couple of things where I found myself going, Oh, Oh, like, like there were a couple of points where it was like, wow, that, that was kind of funny or this happened. There was some poking fun, you know, like there, that meta moment when the one guy goes, you know, the remakes are never better than the original. Like that was funny, but in the same regard, that was trying to be really meta and try to be a callback that was forced on your throat. But again, I kept telling myself this entire time, like, I'm, I can't root for this because these people are genuinely losing their house. And more importantly, they're f- focused more on them than we are the kid. We're focused more on. And then, and then the other thing, oh my God, the placement of the music from the original movies to be, to be used for some of these scenes, like the, 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 the one song that was being sung as they were trying to climb over the wall that was that Christmas song from the church. Like what was that? The music was off and that's a weird, maybe a weird thing to say, but it was just, it was off. It was weird. They just didn't know what to do with it. It, it, it was, it was just not there. And what, what, what's fun about the original is that you get behind Kevin McAllister where he's bullied by his siblings and his peers. He's like, you, you get, you feel for him and then Joe Pesci and David Stern play the Wet Bandits so well that you they are genuinely bad guys. Yeah. Like, and they do a and great job. And they're comically of funny, too. That's yes, what makes them funny. Yes. And so, um, you know, then when Kevin has to defend his house, we feel for Kevin. We're on Kevin's side here. Yeah. And the movie just kind of can't decide whose side they want us to be on. And so we're stand as the audience, we're standing in the middle going, um, uh, it's like the, the exactly. it's an internet trend for a while where like you, you would stand with your dog with your, you know, your spouse or your partner with your dog and each run in an opposite direction to see and which see one which the dog one would the dog go to. to. And yeah. I saw a lot of these of the dog would just stand around looking confused, like, uh, like yeah. I don't know what to do. And that's kind of how I felt. I was like a dog in the middle where my owners had just run in opposite directions. I was like, what the world is going on? Who, where do I go? Well, and you know, one of the other things that the filmmakers decided to do that, that made no sense to me whatsoever. Well, I know why they did it, but it was done really badly was that there's a lot of those internet memes out there right now. And there's, there's in fact, um, uh, even family guy did a bit at one point where, you know, home alone with competent robbers, you know, and, and, uh, but they're, they're, <laughs> I, I love that. was like, huh, there's a lot of ice here. You should be careful. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay. So there's a lot of that, like modern commentary. One of which is there's some Facebook memes out there that said, you know, if a kid was to be home left, you know, home alone in you know, 2021 picks up the cell phone and calls her mom. Or the kid, the cell phone, the mom calls the kid on the cell phone. So, like, in a lot of, there were some of these, like, meta moments in the movie as well where, um, you know, why, oh, maybe I shouldn't involve the police because if I involve the police, that means mom's going to go to jail. You know, like, like come on, like, you, you didn't, like, those flashback moments didn't have to be done. Um, the, 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 
him trying to call his mom on the on the, the phone with Alexa or whatever they called that thing. Like, like really, like this kid, he's clearly like nine or ten years old, eleven years old, and he doesn't have a phone of some kind. Like, like I just I don't know. There were just it was bad. It was just a bad movie. I I cannot stress enough. If you have not watched this movie, don't. Watch the original Home Alone. Yeah. It was was bad. It was was very, very bad. And and here's a discussion I wanna I wanna open up a little bit so our episode is not sixteen minutes of saying, oh gosh, it was just horrible. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But okay. We've we've alluded to this a little bit, but Disney Plus. This comes out Disney Plus Day. This is one of the flagship things that comes out Disney Plus Day. This probably is not being streamed in bulk ever again for the rest of time. I mean, you you read the reviews on it. It's it's being panned. Sixteen. I, I don't know. I don't know what parent who is a fan of the original is not saying, "Hey, we're just going to watch the original." Like don't we're, do, yo, no one's throwing this out and saying, "You know what? We're going to watch the new one." Where I could see that again to compare live actions. I could see that happen with uh Beauty and the Beast, with an Aladdin, with a uh-huh. Jungle Book that you start to prefer, "You know what? We are going to prefer this live action." And so this now is just in on their platform, what does what did this gain them? What, well, it, 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 what did okay. it do? Well, it it I don't know if it necessarily did anything other than filled the number of of adding to the content number on the platform. Like as somebody who creates content for a living, one of the things that you have to be conscious of is yeah, you can have you know I, I'm able to tout hey I have x number of courses in my learning management system that i use for my work right because i have x number of courses that means there's does that mean that they're all good courses no there's some stuff on there that could probably go and need to replace over time this is disney plus saying hey we've got one more movie on there one more piece of content on there one more that's gonna you know from the streaming wars perspective want to bring you over to disney plus versus netflix I think for people who were fans of the original, they um, they uh, wanted to see if there was some nostalgia there. They wanted to see if there was something good there. Um, but generally speaking, what it got them was nothing. What them what it got them was um, just some subscribers on that very first day. This is one of those movies and one of those pieces of content that. In, in my opinion, I don't even think it was worth like freeform airtime. Like, like it, it wasn't even worth, it wasn't worth with Disney channels basically going away, but it wasn't worth Disney channel. It wasn't worth freeform. It wasn't worth time on any of the, the cable networks. It, it barely was. I mean, that <laughs> I know you've watched it. Um, the, the, the YouTube with Kevin McAllister growing up talking about how his parents, okay. Cause I talked yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was better produced than this. Yeah, that was better produced than this. It it just, I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, so congratulations, you made this movie. What, like, what? And, and this is not the only thing. Like, let's be honest here. Like, this is not the only thing. There's a bunch of other content that comes out, and I go, content, yeah. Like, it's like, okay, like, I, I, cool, but it, it's the whole question. I think is, I feel like we are the consumer 
are not smart and we think that more is better. That I don't the, I don't necessarily know if that's the, I, I I think that you think that's what Disney Plus thinks or you think I think that, that's what all streaming services. I mean oh, Netflix, I HBO Max, yes, Disney yes, Plus, yes, I yes, think yes. it's this what you said where it's like we have this many movies and look we have this coming out that's new and this coming out that's new and this coming out that's new. Oh my gosh. Um holy cow. Um it's it not. The, it's it's the age, not. It's, it's the age-old battle of quality versus quantity. Exactly. I would. And not. and I think that because we're in a new era uh, era of of the streaming wars of of a different type of distribution that um you know didn't exist ten years ago. Um, these movie studios are they're 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 kind of finding their way. They're finding their footing, if you will, and um. This is going to go down in the dustbin of of failed remakes that have come out. I, I we, we've said this for. I mean, this has been talked about for years. We've talked about it on the podcast since we started. But at some point, the the movie studios are going to wake up and realize that there is not a taste for this like remake rehash. That's you know, it's been there for like it's almost like it's been ten or fifteen years now. Where like that's all movie studios want to do is just remake something that was done before. And it's like at certain point you you gotta you gotta just stop and start coming up with new content. And, well, and, and I and I think what upsets me is in recent recently when Disney has come out with original stuff, it's been great. Raya and the Last Dragon is an original original character, original story. I think that movie's excellent. I watched it again the other day, and I was like, man, I really like this movie. Lots um, of, a lot of praise for Encanto right now. Yeah, I haven't, I, have, yet, but, I haven't seen it yet either, but um, uh, but yeah, we'll Encanto is getting a lot of great reviews. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, you know, there's Pixar's coming out with a bunch of um, a, a bunch of newer things. I'm seeing, you know, Turning Red is coming out in spring, and I. And even I would argue the movie Lightyear, while it uses, it you know it's 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 setting it's using this universe that you're this character that you already know. It's an adjacent story to where it's yeah. not a rehash of Toy Story. It's, well, it's, it's, it's like it's like Rogue One was to Star Wars. Yeah, it, it, but and I think also Pixar could have made a decision to make a Toy Story five. But instead, they're making a decision to do this adjacent story with something, a character that we kind of know. We actually don't know this character. I mean, if you think about it, we, we know Buzz Lightyear the toy. We don't know Buzz Lightyear the person that the toy was based off of. So exactly. I agree with you. That's kind of an original concept. It's, it's again, um, kind of high school musical-ish. You know, yeah, like that's yeah. kind of the, the the way it's going. Yeah. You know, we haven't talked about it yet with this, but I want to go down this path for just a couple of minutes. Um with Home Alone, with this with this reboot, okay, so you get you get Buzz McAllister, right? I have a feeling somewhere in some boardroom when they were cooking up this idea to do this remake, somewhere some boardroom person said, "Oh yeah, you know what? It'd be great. We we could get some of the original cast to come back, and we could we could do some callbacks. You know, how cool it could be if we could see grown up Kevin, you know, doing something or allude to him, or you know, if we could figure out a way to get Daniel Cern and 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 Joe Pesci to come back and play Marvin Harry, even just for a couple of minutes. You know, maybe they're 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 released from their prison term or something. You know, something crazy like that. And I and I could just see the talking heads in this boardroom, and <laughs> and then the the movie." starts to come to fruition 
and no one wants to do it except for this, you know, C-list actor, Devin Rattray, Ray whatever his name is, who played Buzz Lightyear and is really all he's known for. Wants to Buzz come McAllister, back. not I'm Buzz sorry, Lightyear. Thank you, Buzz McAllister, <laughs> yes. Play, playing the Buzz McAllister. And, and honestly, I thought that his cameo was good, was actually really good until the very last part when he's eating the burger and and just because he had to say it because it was his tagline and he goes trout sniffer like trout sniffer like really man like 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 everything up to that point like i thought actually the way they like they had kevin or him thinking that kevin called him the prank like i thought that was actually kind of cool like that was kind of fun the way they worked that in but then they went over the top with it and 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 then, and there were other a lot of things like there were some loose ends that didn't get done in the movie either like the whole um uh, uh, real estate guy. I thought that was going to go somewhere for a while. I thought it was the real estate guy who stole the doll. <laughs> I thought it was Keaton Thompson's character who stole the doll. I thought it was. Oh, and Keaton! I, I, you know, clearly they thought the movie was in trouble that they had to tie some of these a little bit more famous people to like Keenan and uh, uh, Chris Parnell to some of this stuff to try to thinking that it was in trouble i, I just but they didn't do anything with the <laughs> no that like, i know i agree like, i agree like okay yes chris parnell was in it for what like for like two seconds a, a hot second like yeah, <laughs> but they advertised them like crazy yeah yeah oh chris mm-hmm. parnell's in this like okay yeah. well if chris yeah. parnell's it, it's it's the bb9e toy store or toys all over again where there in the go. disney store when episode eight came out here's bb9e he's evil bb8 and evil bb8 is in the movie for like for like all of 90 seconds yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like the, towards the end and then they wondered why we couldn't sell any of them. <laughs> yeah, they, they like to do that, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. Now, I agree with you. This this movie is going to go down in the dustbin of history. It is not a holiday classic. Uh, speaking of which, complete side note. Um, remember when we we did a um, we talked about um, uh, uh, Noel? I think we talked about yeah. Noel last year. Have you watched it this year? No, neither have I. That has been out now two seasons. This will be the third season. Unfortunately, it's not standing the test of time. Test of time as a holiday movie. Um, yeah, that one I will say, I could see myself watching again, like on an every five year cycle. Maybe if, if that makes sense. Like, it, like I can see a holiday where I go, you know what? I haven't watched that one in a while. I remember that being cute. I'll throw it on. Well, it just goes to show you, though, it's hard to break into that holiday classic um, group. Right. I mean, it's hard to when you think about holiday, when you think about movies that you watch every year during the holiday time, I can't think of any more recent movies than probably Jim Carrey's who? Elf. Well, maybe Elf. Yeah. Elf, I guess. I would say Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yeah. I mean, like. Really, that's that's and may maybe the newer Grinch cartoon they came out with, and and that's kind of debatable because people could watch the old cartoon. So like I, I I yeah I mean like you think about some of the more recent ones you've got Polar Express, Elf, and really the Grinch. Maybe Jim Carrey's the Grinch, but you know how old are those? Those are what fifteen years old. And I was going to say those old? are much older than we we like to admit. Yeah, but I'm it's it's hard to break into that, and it's not for lack of trying. It's no. not for lack of trying. Um, you know, 
to, that they try to break these these movies in, but this is definitely not one of them. <laughs> this it, it, is like it, I, I don't even know if I'd show this to prisoners to torture them. Like this is a bad movie. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. Um, so so yeah, I I I don't want to speak about it anymore. So I, I want to speak about this. Um, you have you watched any of Hawkeye? Not yet. Okay, Not yet. it's on it's on my list. I've I've heard good things. I I um. <sighs> It's on my list. We'll leave it at that. It's, I've heard um, good things about it. Um, but yeah. It, yeah. Much better than what I thought it was going to be. And I was I was higher on it than you were. Um, All right. So uh, there's been the three series. This is the fourth. So WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye. Put yours in order. One, two, three, and four. I mean, Loki and WandaVision, I think, are in a in a realm of themselves. I think they think better than Falcon, or not as. Uh, good I, as I think so. I okay, think that's good. so. Here's 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 the thing that I like about it, and and sorry, listeners who listened to last week's episode, I'm going to rehash just just a little bit. But um, one, it's really funny. Um, there's a couple of very funny moments uh, in there, and I we also Thomas and I talked about how we we like that it is lower stakes. Okay. So. The world is not ending, okay. um, and and so it's this lower stake storyline that ties in well. That I mean, episode three just ended, and there's some intrigue of like, hmm, who's this person? And oh, this is a cool new character. I'm. Didn't we kind of? Didn't we also have that conversation about Shang Chi as well? How it was, felt like it was a little bit lower stakes. Yeah, like I it, it in it it was well because it's it's the problem it's the problem of any comic book or MCU thing where if you make it big stakes you go well wait a minute why isn't every hero involved yeah. in this or maybe that was our conversation about Black Widow it might yeah, have been think, Black yeah, Widow yeah I think that was Black where Widow where it just didn't feel as high stakes and and I, I I'm okay with that not having that high stakes I think it, I I want to watch it Hawkeye is not my favorite character. We've, we've established that. Yeah. But I also know that it's going to play an important role probably as we move into um, what's coming. Um, that Spider-Man trailer. Holy smokes. Did you see, they just released the um, length. Yeah. Uh, two, they, they just, they just released, released the length of how long the movie is going to be. It's going to be the third longest MCU movie, two hours and 30 minutes behind um, Endgame and eternal eternal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to go see it because yeah. I feel like this is one of those I got to see it opening weekend. I heard that it's sold out. Opening day sold out. Yeah, it, so. around here I've still found some stuff. Okay. Um, there's like a 3 p.m. on the Thursday the 16th. It was like matinee six bucks at the local theater. Oh, me. there you go. So now, unfortunately, wow. like I work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Kind of hard to get off, but, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I wanted to hear where you were with that. Cause I think you will find some enjoyment in it. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. I, I think I'm going to let the whole series play out and then I'll just binge it probably. So I get that. I get that. All right. Well, um, I know it's a shorter episode. This is, uh, unusual for us, but there's no sense in belaboring the point on a, uh, a show or on a movie that neither of us enjoyed. Um, on a scale of one to 10, Matt, where do you put it? A negative 2,000. <laughs> wow. Hey, oh. Well, for me, this is my, I, I'm saying this more, more and more. And so maybe I'm going to have to change my tune on this movie, but I would rather watch home on the range than this movie. Oh man. 
Really? Yeah. At least Home on the Range has the yodeling song and <laughs> and some enjoyment in there. Oh my like, goodness! This just is, is no enjoyment div- whatsoever. Is, it's void of any enjoyment. That's funny. Enjoyment. All right. <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. It is closing time. If you would like to get a hold of us, we have a number of ways for you to do that. You can find us on Facebook at the Beers and Ears podcast. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Beers Ears 1928. You can email us, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Um, one thing to keep in mind or to know uh, as we head into the new year, we are working on something very special, a brand new website uh, for you. Not only for us, it's going to be um, not just for Beers and Ears, it's going to be for um, our sister podcast is continued on display as well. I'm not quite ready to reveal the um, website just yet because it's not quite ready, uh, but it will be soon. And, We're tinkering away. Yeah, and what will be cool about that is it'll have um, um, our our episodes um, and kind of not a chronological order but more of a category order which I think is going to be fun uh, Matt and I are going to experiment experiment with blogging a little bit and writing some stuff as well and um, yeah we're looking forward to it a, a place on the web that we can call our own so be on the lookout for that so absolutely um, Matt uh, let's go ahead and raise our glasses yes I'm going to take my I, I have my Groot geeky tiki with me I today um, uh, if you are looking for a great gift this holiday season geeky tiki's not sponsored i just really love geeky tea. <laughs> um, yes All right. this episode's been on us we'll see you next time everybody bye everybody thanks thank you for listening to a sorcerer network podcast 